Welcome to Last Time On. This is the podcast for people who want to watch all this prestige television, but who's got time for it? You know I don't. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey bits. I'm Jafar. Give me the bits. The bits? <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm Victor. You are a just the bits guy, Ben. <laughs> Give me just the bits. Give me the bits, Petey. Give me the bits. <laughs> Give him the bits. The bits. The bits. The bits. The bits. We are on our ninth episode of Stargate SG-1. Chevron 9, locked season, in place. Season 7, episode 2, Homecoming. If this is your first time listening, how appropriate that you would join us mid-season. Uh, Welcome. We are, we are a podcast that picks a show none of us have ever seen, watches the pilot, rolls some dice, skips some episodes, goes on to that next one, and then tries to figure out what the hell happened in between. Welcome. This is this Welcome. is the perfect podcast to jump into the middle of a season four. The less you know, the better. The less we know, the better. Absolutely, the that is the game here. <laughs> so we've got season seven, episode two, homecoming. But before we get to that, we're going to continue our fan recasting. I use the term fan lightly as people who have seen nine episodes of Stargate <laughs> with General Hammond. General Hammond, part of the Stargate project in the mountain i think ben does a better generally which is ironic because i'm actually from texas but well he, he's not from texas so he's not general Hammond's no from, or you talk about the actor oh which i know because i did some research I, I i when i get more than 10 minutes of, of warning i put too much thought into things jaffer knows this <laughs> can confirm <laughs> well ben you've put so much thought into it why don't you go ahead and take us on our journey here who's, who's i will take us off the cast? top Absolutely. So, General Hammond, played by Don S. Davis, is from Missouri. Oh, wow. And so I decided to go with another one of my favorite actors, who's also from Missouri. I'm going to go with Timothy Amundsen. Once again, I have to look this up. <laughs> so, Timothy Amundsen, you may know him from such things as, well, if you're my wife, the Disney kids movie Luck of the Irish, where he plays an yeah. evil leprechaun. I, I first thing, that. first thing, uh, my wife and I watched when we got Disney Plus was *Luck of the Irish* because she's like, "This was my '90s." <laughs> nice. um, he was long-runningly Detective Lassiter in *Psych*, one of my favorite shows. He's also fantastic as the King in *Gallivant*, a TV show oh. I just made Jafar for his illicit <laughs> service. Hey, beep some of that out. <laughs> <laughs> Then delete no. all of this. Yeah. <laughs> delete everything. Uh, he's going to be Festus in the new Percy Jackson series, which I've been hearing good things about. Holy crap, he's been in a yeah. lot. Yeah. He, I just looked him he, up. I just looked him up on IMDb, and I just immediately recognized him as Kane on Supernatural. It's Dude, one of yeah. those weird things yeah. where I get mad at IMDb for what they do they're known as. Because mm -hmm. one of the things he's known as known from is Starship Troopers. He is in six seconds of starship troopers he's in starship troopers wow like he is in the starship ad troopers? for are you psychic oh yeah he's the guy with the third eye that pops out of his yeah. forehead okay yeah yeah do you think you're psychic come talk you to your be. your local psychor <laughs> that's not psychor 
Would you like to know more? Yeah, but hmm. Timothy Amundsen, he's at that right age. He's got he's he's got that that distinguished salt and pepper going on. We know he can do the episodic thing. We know he can do if he needs to do an action scene, he can do it. But if he's just going to be the guy back at base yelling and being like, <laughs> "God damn it, what are they doing?" He can absolutely do that. And he's from Missouri. He's from Missouri. Yeah, I, I am very glad that our current General Hammond, that they decided to make him Texan and they did not give him a Missouri accent. Oh, they're going to go through the Stargate. Oh, get your SG-1 teams in there. Oh, glad <laughs> you didn't do that. Oh, Teal, what are you doing with that staff there? I'll be deep in the cold, cold ground before I recognize Missouri. All right. Are you ready, Jafar, or should I go yeah. next? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm ready. Mine's I'm real thinking. quick because <laughs> I'm going to admit, I, I kind of cheated on this one. Oh. What? Well, what? I did. I did not break any rules of the game. <laughs> to be clear, when I say I cheated, I mean when I think General Hammond, I think of the other famous fictional Hammond, who's an old white dude, which is Hammond from uh, Jurassic Park, our favorite necromancer. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah, John Hammond in Jurassic Park. The original Jurassic Park. The original yeah. Jurassic Park. The Wait, guy the who. The guy who's like, welcome to Jurassic Park. And oh, he's got everyone. The, 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 the hat and the huge ring on his finger. Yeah, he's got the huge rings of power and the oh, necromancer okay. staff with the, the mosquito and amber. Yeah. <laughs> I've never considered him a necromancer, but that totally fits. <laughs> Jafar D uh, DM'd a D&D campaign where we had to fight uh, Richard a Attenborough. Dinosaur. He was a dinosaur necromancer. <laughs> yes. That is smart. <laughs> yeah, the whole that whole campaign was movie bits. I found movies and I made them D and D things. And so it started with like, there's like a Thanos bad guy. I remember, That's I remember we, we had a gravity episode where the main bad guy had nailed the party to the sky, which is my favorite three, five epic level spell where it's a spell that launches you into geosynchronous orbit. What? And they had to scramble together a shelter, create air in it, and then find a way to land it. That's, oh. It was not good for second level party. You guys no, had it was... create and stuff. You made it work. It was a lot of fun. It was awful. I hated that, that <laughs> session. Um, and we didn't get to do Gnome Die Hard, but that was the next game. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> it was Die Hard in a Gnome Tower. You know what? Just screw this podcast. Tower. Let's play some D&D &D right now. <laughs> I'd be here for some D&D. &D. Yeah. But theoretically, all the hosts will be at STLV together. Yep. So that could be a fun time to maybe do a Star Trek Adventures game on Something. theme. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will. We'll we'll discuss this more. Yeah. Later. Yeah. yeah. Get back to that. But the, Richard Attenborough is your pick. Yes. 100%. Bro. He, Even though he's been dead for a while. Okay, yeah. this is a fantasy cast, so yeah. yeah. So, He's sure. a necromancer, I don't care. Okay, yeah. Speaking Being of, dead well, doesn't and well, stop him. Well, Vic is thinking, speaking of necromancy, <laughs> while I was looking stuff up, our, our General Hammond, Don Davis, alas, he died in 2008. Oh, damn. So wow. He's, he's oh, been gone a for bummer, a, a little bit. He died of a heart attack. I mean, he was wow. born in, in 1942. He was, wow. you know, yeah. he had, he had a, a full life of a working actor. But... Do you want to guess when his last credit on IMDb is for a man who died in 2008? Oh, yeah, he's, uh, he seems 2016. Like the, he seems like the kind of type of guy who just keeps on until he it's, heals over, up until, like, the day he passes on. Some archive. So you, you think right before, something. Right yeah. before he died? I'm going to say 2007 at the, at the 
earliest. <laughs> 2017. What was he in? What was he in? <laughs> so apparently he was in Twin Peaks. And oh, they wow. kept they kept using his likeness in Twin Peaks as they kept making new Twin Peaks stuff. Oh. So even though he died a decade earlier, he plays apparently a Major General Briggs <laughs> in Twin Peaks. I, I, um, I hope they huh. use archive footage instead of trying to do the weird CGI thing, because that that, yeah. that still hasn't been perfected. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. see David Lynch, the guy who famously said, what a fucking travesty to think that you've watched a movie on your cell phone, is going to be really up on using AI actors. Yeah, didn't work too well with, uh, what is his name? Death Star guy in Rogue One. Tarkin. Oh, yeah. Tarkin. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt like it, it Peter Cushing. Re- I felt like it, they did a really good job Sir. with Carrie Fisher, even though it was only like three seconds, but I think they did a good job with that one. Peter Cushing, OBE, Ben? OBE, Jaffer. Order of the British Empire. O-B-E. Yeah. Nice. All right, so I've been thinking about this one for a while, and I'm still torn because... Are you burnt? I am burnt. I'm very badly burned. I'm torn between two actors, both of whom were in Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is the greatest piece of cinematic history that's ever been produced in the entire history of the, the Earth. The first that's one... A, that's a roaring, roaring endorsement. <laughs> I've been a Godzilla fan since, God, before I could walk. But my first pick, he's very famously known among our fan base for The Expanse, David Strathairn. I'm probably saying that wrong. David Strathairn. Strathairn. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. He played Clace Ashford in The Expanse, and I absolutely loved Clace Ashford. God, I wish we would have gotten more of him. I, I could have gone for a whole spin-off series, just the greatest space pirate who ever lived. But here's where I'm torn, because I love him as Clace Ashford, and it was it was weird seeing him not doing the Belter accent, but I still would love to see him. So my other pick, it was also in Godzilla King of the Monsters, is... Uh, Aisha Hines, as she played the commander of the Argo, the big kaiju fighting aircraft in that movie. And I thought she was great. She just, like, portrayed a perfect military commander. And she's bald. She pulled off the bald look really well, really well. so that worked well for General Hammond. So, I don't know. One of those two. I'm going to flip a coin right now. I got my coin flipping app on my phone. Okay, let's see. Well, heads. no, shoot. I've got the coin, so I'll flip it. You call oh, you heads got or the tails. Coin? Okay, uh, give me give me heads, Ashford, tails, Hines. We've got tails. Tails. All right, Aisha Hines. Perfect. Yeah. I'll place this up on the in the Dominion Media Research Lab later tonight after we record and leave it up to the fans. Speaking of which, our last recast that we did for Major Carter, very surprisingly, I, find, I, I won again. <laughs> Not yeah. that this is a competition. We're just doing this just for fun, of course. But I is. won again. Oh, man. When I checked, yeah. I was winning. I We were tied for a long time. Your pick for Melissa Fumero, yeah, and my pick of Rosalind Pike were tied for the longest time. But checking right now, I got 15 votes. You're at 11. Surprisingly, Melanie Scrifano only got nine votes. No was for taste. I, I was for sure she was going to she was going to win this by a landslide because everyone loves Captain Battelle and everyone loves cocksucking gin and tonic letter Kenny. <laughs> so I, that I, I really like very both of your castings. So I'm not <laughs> a little upset by this. It just means yeah. that I'm going to have to recast someone else as her later. 
Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to lie. I would love a show with the three of them. Uh, If it was just the three of them. uh, I'm going to say, okay, the three of them and Tig Notaro going on space (laughs) adventures. Oh, dude, that would be it. I'm I'm, I'm down. We'll call it. SG-8. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, speaking of Stargate, today's episode is... Yeah, th- that's a segue. You almost okay. had a segue. I almost had a segue, sorry. You gotta commit. <laughs> you gotta commit to the segue. Uh, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still a newbie here. I'm still the... Um... No, 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 that was a good one. Uh, oh, you know? was <laughs> no, 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 it's all about how you sell it. It's Segwaying is 90% confidence, 10% making sense. This is yep. very true. It, so you, you can overconfidence anything if it makes it sound like, <laughs> if, you, if you believe enough that they're related, you can do it. Because what was your segment? Speaking of the Stargate, so Ben say they can be SG-8, and then they I'll can be do S- the thing. Well, I actually have one, because, well, Vic did a wonderful job of summarizing and recapping us up as to where our recasting at has been this episode started unfortunately with a recap of its own that we had to dive across the room and skip yes because <laughs> yes. that, oh, I... that is part of part of the rules we cannot it... watch recaps oh we can't no episode recaps no oh shit uh, i've been sorry i've been breaking the rules this whole time fool this man Ah, oh, dang it. I think this is the first episode with one. Yeah, I think so, too, because uh, I was I was totally going to bring it up because that was an epic recap. <laughs> dang it. Really, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't really know. Cool shit. Man, you guys going to watch this recap. It is off the... <laughs> <laughs> I was totally going to talk about how it's fucking... Dude, it's got a trench run. It has a trench run in the, <laughs> in the recap. It was like 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did, did you at least see the naked Daniel Jash? <laughs> I, I oh, saw, at the very beginning, yeah. It was, I his, saw a naked guy, button. and I was like, skip. <laughs> Still on Showtime? <laughs> yeah, it must have been. <laughs> well then. Yeah, so after we hit that skip recap button like we should, <laughs> Sorry. we open on SG-1, the Major and the Colonel come through. Anubis's super weapon has been stopped. But Jonas and Dr. Jackson, hey, are on his ship still. Anubis and Jonas talk. He is still, Dr. Uh, D- DJ is still loose on the ship. But yeah, he's Anubis, gone full splinter cell. Yeah. <laughs> as learned of Nequandria and straight up chills over the colonic capital, like it's Independence Day to theme. Yeah, so... He's hooked uh, Jonas up to one of his one of the the clip show devices. Clip show devices, and it's just like I know all of your thoughts now. So now I know one about Nequadria and two about the cute receptionist at SG One. They will all be mine. <laughs> I'm evil. So, if I'm remembering our podcast history correctly, this is the first time we've seen Anubis, isn't it? Correct. Okay, cool. Because for the longest time, I I got it mixed up. I thought this was with Apophis. Apophis? Yeah. Yeah. And about halfway through the episode, I'm writing shit down. And I'm making notes, and I realized, oh fuck, it's a different guy. I, I thought Apophis went through some Probably. kind of thing and came came back. Which is why I'm going to say, last time on, <laughs> Anubis killed Apophis and was just okay. like, haha, you thought he was the bad guy? I'm the bad guy now. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna say, last time on, Anubis is Apophis. That's why we never see under his fucking hood. I'm gonna uh, say, yeah, so- last time on, Apophis found some magic Nequadria juice, drank it, it killed him, and he came back, and somehow he returned. And 
that's why mm. that's why he resurrected he yeah he resurrected himself as apophis <laughs> <laughs> and in this opening scene that we have with jonas we learn just in the scene of him on the i'm guessing the bridge of his ship that apophis has apparently mastered hyperspace travel uh shields but he has yet to figure out light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, they've got open flames. <laughs> in a spaceship. Like, you are in a you are an enclosed spaceship. There is only so much oxygen. Fire <laughs> bad. Yeah, these like, things are all over his damn ship. Like who with the, the effort for the legit like the effort dedicated to logistics for that aesthetic choice is A plus. I will <laughs> always stand a culture that goes out of their way and makes things so needlessly difficult just for the aesthetic. Love it, here for it, sign me up. <laughs> there's gotta be there's gotta be one of the goons that has to go around the ship relighting them or putting refilling the brazers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they gotta be on gas lines. Come on, it's a spaceship. That's an even worse uh, idea, having gas lines <laughs> inside a spaceship. <laughs> we then get the credits. Did you guys watch the credits? I did. I no. Or did you skip? I, I, I skip them. I, I watch everything so, I'm terrible. In the credits, we now have Dan Jax is back in the credits, and hey. Jonas is not. Yeah, so Jonas is relegated to guest star status. <laughs> yeah, if you were wondering who's going to be sticking around, this had me real nervous for my boy Jonas as the episode was going <laughs> on. Because I'm just like, oh man, somebody's just like getting those couple of paychecks and then we write you out. Oh man, what's going what's gonna to happen? Who's going to shoot our boy? We do. We cut back to the SGC, where mm -hmm. we get a line that I'm sure excited Jafar a lot. They're talking to Tokra Intelligence because we know <laughs> since the Tokra are turtle people. Tokra Intelligence are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the only thing that makes gotta sense. be. Did you notice that he was talking to Tokra Intelligence on the red phone? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I thought the red phone was reserved for the president, but also the, the turtle people. So. Now yeah. it's reserved for Raphael. <laughs> uh, so they the don't, yeah. uh, they don't know where Anubis is, and Teal'c is out on a mission on Yu's ship. Ben, what happened her? What the hell happened? Can't explain. But I got the van. So Teal'c was set on his own mission. Because he is a Jaffa, he got sent to infiltrate a different group of Jaffa. That way he could start sowing some dissent, maybe see who was really, you know, gunning for humans and Earth and everybody and who maybe could be worked with. So we find out he was on the ship of Lord Yu, and I believe that he ended up on that ship and he did the entire Abbott and Costello bit where it's, <laughs> you you know, first. Me. I I'm looking for you. Well, I'm right here. No, not you. We're looking for you. Me? No, you. And but you, but you forget, uh, was, Ben, that there, there actually is a Lord Me, and he's a rival of Lord You. <laughs> uh, and it so infuriated the other Jaffa that they threw him in prison. <laughs> Fantastic. They do not. They do not do vaudeville. Vaudeville is illegal under the system, Lords. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, Groucho Marx is, is enemy, enemy number one. The, yeah, enemy of the state. <laughs> that said, I, I want to say, as part of my, the team gets captured 20 more times. Oh, yeah, totally. In this episode, we've got two distinct people in two distinct captures. Oh, there's no debating that. Like, it's every episode we watch. 
Yes. I'm just saying this one, this episode double counts. <laughs> yeah. In two different instances. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they should get a punch card. <laughs> They've earned a free slushy. <laughs> there actually is a POW ribbon that the Air Force has. So, yeah. These guys, they bought them in bulk over at SGC Command. Play the Great Escape theme every time they come back. <laughs> the Quotians ask for help with their interplanetary conflict, but with Anubis. And yeah, over... they, they went from intraplanetary to interplanetary. Yeah. Over on U's ship, we see Teal'c in a jail cell for his vaudeville crimes. Talks to <laughs> Oshu, who tells Teal'c he can't climb on steel racks in the back room. But Teal'c's like, what the fuck? I don't know you. What's Oshu? Oh, fair. I'm missing the reference, but that's that's a what's, what's Osha? Osha joke. Oh, what's Osha? Yeah, Osha thinks Lord Yu is dying of old age and has <laughs> senior moments on the regular. Who's their Tokra communicators to talk to DJ over at Stargate Command? Learn that he has Tokra isotopes that are hiding him on the ship as well. That was very strange. Daniel Jackson seems not fully aware of his past here. He's got yeah. amnesia. He's got at least some partial amnesias going on. And Vic, if that was confirmed in the episode recap, don't fucking tell us. <laughs> well, as, as soap operas have taught us, it is the sexiest of diseases. <laughs> well, it does seem kind of that way, because what did O'Neill ask him? He's oh, yeah. all like, oh, O'Neil we do this him. all the time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like well, we? I'm, I'm we trapped do? on a spaceship. People are hunting me. How do you think it's going? He's like, business as usual for us. He's like, oh, God, what did I get myself wrapped into? Yeah, like, this is what we do? <laughs> Fuck. This sucks. Teal starts gathering allies, starting with Baal. The Colodians hand have handed over all their Nequandria to Anubis, and Baal agrees to take over use forces. Wait, is Anubis the bad guy in the movie, Vic? Ra. No, it was Ra. That's Ra? Okay. Yeah. And we, as far as I know, we haven't Ra. No Anubis is new. Yeah, he got nuked. I'm just trying. I, I, yeah. I should, is... should go watch the movie at some point. Yeah. It's yeah. good. It's, it's great. It's my favorite. It seemed antithetical to watch it before we did the show. Well, with the exception of Daniel Jackson and the gate, they pretty much wiped their ass with everything that was established in the movie and did their own thing for SG-1. So. Except for Eric Avari. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, and him too. Him too. Yeah. But, so, to fair, or, so oh, anyway. Vic, you can't answer this because you watched the recap. <laughs> but, uh, Jafar. Yes, Ben? We've got a guy running around a spaceship with amnesia. Yeah. We'll hop on her. So, Vic told us that the naked guy was, was DJ, so I know that. I've seen many naked guys DJing, that's what it is. Yeah, sometimes naked guys just DJ. Not gonna Google it. I I'm am. just going to assume <laughs> it exists and I'm move on it up with right my now. life. Oh my god! He makes mention have been on a very peaceful agrarian society kind of thing, was like where he was. So, I'm gonna say... He got blasted by one of the, the lasers. It gave him fake schizophrenia or at the very least start some mental symptoms. And that's what gave him the amnesia in the end coming mm -hmm. through whatever the blast. They thought he was dead. He wakes up like a year later and doesn't remember Stargates or anything and lives for however long, how much time passed. Because I don't know when Jonas took over. I'm going to guess a season. Logistically. Knowing yeah. television production, I'm sure. But that's less fun than just not knowing. Well, we know he made it at least a season and two episodes. Yeah. So 
24, 25 episodes that yeah. he's in, at least. He'll be back, probably. But, by the way, well, this just in. Quentin Messina, also known as the Naked DJ, seems to be in a roller coaster romance with semi-professional footballer Kaylee Schwark. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Google News. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we learn that uh, Colodia was invaded by their neighbors, but they ceasefired after they dropped the super nuke. I yes. love the way they asked the Col- the Colodians about this. They're probably just like, "Wait a minute, why do you, you guys have a still ceasefire? exist? Yeah. What are you doing here?" And he's like, "He just sheepishly looks down and is like, we." We dropped the bomb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they're all just like, no, you did. Bad. Bad Colodians. We told you not to drop the bomb. But I, I did like O'Neill's like, oh, so we're here in your guys' base. You told us you'd all be dead. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we did some war crimes. And he's like, how dare you? <laughs> and that, and that one lady was like, like, we immediately regretted it. We're really sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I saw a, a v- video on YouTube the other day that was no one told Captain America about Hiroshima. <laughs> he's oh, that's like, a good one. He's fi- have you seen this? He's fighting a supervillain and he's like, the supervillain's got a nuke and he's all like, you'd be the first to use a nuke on a civilian population, you monster. <laughs> Nubis's head scientist is fucking with Nicondria. DJ is trying to break Jonas out of his cell. Jack and Sam, after this, meet up with ambassadors from the world's other governments. And they're like, you don't look like an alien. And then Teal'c shows up. Who also... Like, oh, he looks like an alien. He he, he, he doesn't. He's just got the funnel cake on his forehead. He doesn't even have... <laughs> they didn't even see the belly pouch. Right? Like, <laughs> give him some Spock ears or something before we get all, all up on. They propose to have Ball show up and fuck Anubis. But Jack wants the buy-in from all of the major governments since it's going to be their problem if they do this. I, I, right. I love that line where Teal'c is trying to explain to O'Neill, like, yeah, okay, we're going to bring in this other system lord to fight Anubis for us. And he's all just like, okay, you get to tell them. I'm not telling them your stupid plan. <laughs> 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 and, and I did like that they were just like, okay, learned about aliens seven hours ago. Uh, you, you said, hey, they're evil and can't be trusted. Why are we trusting this other one will leave us alone once he blows up Anubis? And they're just like, like he said he would. <laughs> you know what this planet needs is more evil aliens bent on destruction. That'll solve the problem. I mean, eventually you've got enough il- evil aliens bent on destruction fighting over each other where they negate themselves. <laughs> that needs to be a comic series by probably Mark Miller at some point that's probably already written. There's only supervillains, no superheroes, and it's just supervillain infighting keeps the world at peace. That's got potential, yeah. I'm sure that, I am sure he did that in his super edgy 90s when he was doing kick-ass and all that stuff. I'm sure oh. that exists. Yeah. <laughs> also, while they are talking to the ambassadors, O'Neill brings up the story of the dog and the dancing monkeys, and clearly this is some sort of an allusion to something, but guys... I'm going to say it's not. Let's get weird. I'm going to say this is one of their previous adventures. So let's get weird with it. Let's what get weird was the dog it. and the dancing monkeys? Let's get weird. It's exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to say they found a primitive culture based on Chinese mythology that famously has the monkey king. Am I getting that right? It's the monkey king. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. They found the monkey king. And... It's a giant fucking robot. <laughs> because, listeners, if you're out there, you can Google this. There actually is. I don't know if it ever completed production, but there actually is a giant fighting robot called the Monkey King. 
it never Sweet. took off. It, it was going to challenge the American robot from Megabots. That oh yeah, never took off. Yeah, yeah, it was got major one giant robot fight in my life. Yeah, it was. So Better than way too fun. many giant robot fights in my life, to be absolutely clear. I've seen how those go. I've watched We've... Gundam. <laughs> oh. Oh, why? Is there other Gundam shows? Yes, there's Iron-Blooded Orphans, which is <laughs> just really sad. Well. It is so sad. <laughs> so anyway, the Monkey King, right. So, <laughs> so they found this planet that's being terrorized by this giant metal robot that's the Monkey King. And eventually they had to, they were outmatched. So what the SG team had to do was they had to go out into the forest and round up a pack of wild dogs that assaulted the Monkey King, climbed all over it, and they started barking and licking, and it overloaded the Monkey King sensors, and that's how they survived. See, I'm going to say they ended up on a dog planet, uh, <laughs> and having their adventure there, they were the dancing monkeys. Because they're like, <laughs> what are these giant monkeys doing here? Why do they have guns? And they're just like... You're dog people. It's like, yes, that's the only kind of people there are. <laughs> like, actually, no. The galaxy is actually just, like, riddled with humans. So dancing monkeys everywhere? Humans. Absurd. We don't want to live in a universe with dancing monkeys everywhere. <laughs> they think that, but then they think of all the bones, and they're like, maybe we will go to space. You guys seem to die pretty commonly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mrs. Chief Science Dude has stabilized the Quandria, and he's all like, or so he thinks <laughs> try wiping out the city below us and he's all like go for it and it well, overloads and so the here's generator. the problem here with that though is he's like i fixed I've, i'm using the nequadria i fixed the super weapon if if everything goes to plan it's now even more powerful it'll just blow up a city so jafer oh i don't think they've got a death star no that's the thing is they don't say it's the super weapon they say it's one of the ship's normal guns they actually explicitly call out. It's just one of the ship's normal guns that is now supercharged and could destroy a city. Okay. Speaking so of which, weapons... did we get did we get confirmation from the the, the gatekeeper? We'll get that into one? that later. I haven't heard from her in a couple of weeks. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, she's still okay. incommunicado. That's it. almost to the point of googling it. Well, if oh, was it really in the episode watch the recap? recap? Is it in the I really episode? Really wish recap? you'd watch this. It's not. It's not explicitly confirmed that it's a planet killer. But if you watch the recap, it looks like a fucking planet killer. Uh, good enough for me. Good enough for me. <laughs> I mean, I'll take yeah. my points happily. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, this uh, supercharged regular laser overloads a generator and explodes, giving a distraction and also allowing Jonas to make it through his now weakened force field. Uh, oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he, did, he skipped over the part where he does the classic villain thing of executing his... Executing his, his scientist, uh, yeah. 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 Right in front of everyone. And, ah, uh, gosh. Like, this... I understand it's a, it's a trope, and it's meant to establish that he's the bad guy. He really is a villain. But every time I see this, I'm just like, how many scientists do you have there, dude? Can you really afford to... Because you know the your next one... is still broken. <laughs> yeah. Like, the next one you bring in isn't going to be as good as your head scientist that you just vaporized. <laughs> yeah, the opposite of save the cat is shoot the scientist. <laughs> Back at SGC, O'Neill is like, hey, so they need help. Can we, like send in the Marines, and Hammond's like, I can't do that. I need to talk to the Joint Chiefs. And he's like, why haven't you been talking to the Joint Chiefs already? Like, <laughs> why are we not planned for this? And he's like, all right, well, let me take 
SG-15 and SG-11, which makes me wonder, like, what about the rest of the teams? Yeah, what we are know, they doing? based on the numbering, they've got at least 15. Mm-hmm. Are I they mean, all it could busy? Be, it, it could be a thing where when a team is wiped out, they retire the number and just move on to the <laughs> next one. I'm just, it made me wonder, like, is yeah. there an SG-4, but they just really, just like, <laughs> I'm not taking them. Well, no, it'll just make oh, everything you bring them, work. you just send them in first, you know? <laughs> I mean, last we heard SG-11, they were on mail duty. They were right. going and collecting recordings from videos <laughs> cameras that have been placed so that's a promotion yeah so maybe we did what happened her with with the dogs and the dancing monkeys right you did a let's no, get that, weird with that, it that was let's okay get weird. weird with it yeah okay i have uh, done a, yeah. a what happened her at the start of the episode right. so i'm gonna just say last time on <laughs> there was a, a an adventure where they went out with sg4 and sg4 did such a bad job they're just like we're never working with these guys again they like <laughs> shot Daniel Jackson in the butt and like even Teal is like can we not leave these problematic humans behind they like dialed the wrong gate code and opened a portal to hell or something <laughs> one oh, thing Neil, we find out here so yeah. is that Anubis is looking for a crystal and they didn't realize was a data storage device so of it was in their museum and not with the rest device. of everything it's a crystal. else crystal what else would you store <laughs> yeah. data on a USB it's stick sir <laughs> all data disc. All, all data in crystals. You know, when I was a kid, I thought that by the time I'd become an adult that we'd be watching movies on fucking crystals and shit, but no. They're looking for this crystal. It's got some data about the OG gold Naquandria experiments. Carter and Teal go to retrieve it. Uh, we cut over to DJ and Jonas who talk about their situation and decide to try and find a ring transport to get down to the city. Uh, I guess those are one ways as well, which makes me wonder what makes them different than the Stargates. Yeah, the the well, the ring transports, those are the things that they come down from the ceiling and it's basically, but they basically need a, Star Trek transporter. Yeah, but they need a pad on both ends. Yeah. So, or so why is it just, different than a Stargate? I guess well, it's so shorter range, maybe. It is you, different in that <laughs> you need a pad in both locations, or yeah. we have seen examples where they open up a hole in the ship and you can just drop it down like it's a ladder. And in those situations, you do not need a pad at the bottom. You just need line of sight. Okay. Speaking of technology, <laughs> I find it interesting that the last episode we saw, they were doing the deal with the Naquandria and it turned out that that had been established previously. So, wow, they've got, it's like a season and a half, and they still don't know how to use this fucking Naquandria. No yeah. idea. Uh, so, so we get uh, a nice warehouse fight. Yep. Teal finds the crystal, and then they immediately get captured. But <laughs> yeah, but they happen to also be in the same place where the ring, Dan Jackson and Jonas's ring fit adventure drops them off here, and they are immediately able to come in and save the day. So they are instantly captured, instantly uncaptured. But Counts. I want to know, did this did this strike you guys as just, when this happened, I'm like, how did the Jaffa get there instantly? Like, how did they know where to be? This This raised the hairs on the back of my neck. I'm just like, something's not right here. No, they said in dialogue that there was something like 10,000 Jaffa storming the city. So a lot of Jaffa. Yeah, I'm guessing it's just happened to be that they're just sweeping the entire town. That's that's well, my we, take. We but, learned shortly that that's not the case. It's yeah. not? No. They were betrayed. Because they were betrayed. Oh, that's right. They was right. The, the main guy the sold them out. Yeah. Yeah, Commander Hale. But this made me instantly, I'm just like, 
why are none of our guys just like, hey, how did they know to come in right behind us? That's right, because he said, oh, I'll take that crystal. And he's like, no, that's not a good idea. And he's like, no, I will take the crystal. <laughs> the goons must have been hiding. He, he worked this out ahead of time. The, the goons were yeah. hiding behind the door just listening. And he was he, before he was like, okay, after I tell him to give me the crystal, that's when you guys storm in. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, all this so goes So they down. come back, and then this the is where we... Stargate, oh, the betrayal. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just, I was doing the same recap you were, Ben. <laughs> After all this goes down, we get the commander and the aforementioned betrayal. I'm going to turn SGs 1, 11, and 15, along with the ambassadors, over to Anubis. I'm going to turn over the crystal, and they're going to leave and go fuck up their rivals. And then he gets got immediately. Yep. The to be fair, betrayal. to be fair to Commander Hale... I would absolutely make this deal as well. <laughs> you call like the one people you you know for help. They show up with eight dudes and guns <laughs> not as good as the 10,000 aliens who are rampaging through your city. And are just like, it's okay. We're going to fight. Don't worry. We've called more of them. And you're just like, <laughs> these assholes don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> We're surrendering. We're surrendering as hard as we can. <laughs> you brought eight guys. Well, they're eight really good guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ball shows up, giving SG teams a chance to fight back. Ball takes his, or no, he shit. Anubis takes his captain's yacht out while letting his big ship get destroyed. Jonas gets shot to stave DJ, and Anubis makes his escape. I was for sure that Jonas was done for that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it right. did, I did. I did have that fear. Ah, uh, yeah. I, it seemed like a too obvious sacrifice, but also the exact thing the show would do. Mm -hmm. Glad it didn't. Mm -hmm. And, and earlier, uh, Jonas and DJ were having that conversation about, you know, like, oh, I only took this job because I felt guilty about your death or something or other. And <laughs> yeah, now that you're back, they obviously don't want me anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, this is um, on the nose, on the nose writing, like... Hey, now that now that you're not busy, I know nobody wanted my character on the show. Yeah, the SG team. We can only have four people on the SG team. Why? Because yeah, it's just it, we just yeah, just four. Sorry, you're out. <laughs> I did appreciate though that Jonas is like, hey, will you look after my fish? And he's like, you can take the fish. The fish is fine. <laughs> It'll fit in your bag. <laughs> I'm gonna say last time on, we learned that the colonoscopy world has no water. Uh, bodies of water at all and fish are like amazing <laughs> to these people would be very i'm gonna guess that the last time on the on. fish <laughs> that would be but i'm gonna say last time on the fish is actually one of their trinkets they've captured from a different planet uh, oh it's an alien fish <laughs> yeah it's an alien fish <laughs> jonas says good you know talks to everybody on his way out and we get a he's the new hey, president you're, of you're one of the good ones from o'neill <laughs> yep yeah he gets to go back and be super famous and important and I did, I loved this bit here. The thing that, like, they never bring up when you've got your super secret special forces team that nobody's, is on nobody's books. Dan Jackson is like, hey, O'Neill, do we get paid? <laughs> he left it ambiguous. Yes. <laughs> yep. He's like, I do. I'm in the Air Force. You're an independent contractor. You yeah. Check your I-9. <laughs> and yeah, Ben, you're technically dead now, so... Yeah. Well, we that was uh, me, sold like, all your shit. Who does who did his life insurance policy go out to? Wonder. Huh. Well, uh, that's the episode. We just end on DJ staring at the Stargate. But also, 
similar to our guy O'Neill, Dan Jackson starts getting his memories back. You know what he doesn't ask a single question about? His wife. His wife. <laughs> Which, I don't know if uh, she's still a going concern. I don't think she is. But still, I'd be like, while, wait, yeah. I had a wife and she's gone? Now I'm sad all over again. <laughs> you see the SGC therapist who's just like taking books back out. She's like, man, I thought we uh, were Here we go this. again. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, I'm gonna roll some dice while I'm doing that, Vic. Do you want to pull up the wrap? The, the let me lab head results? down to the. Let me head down to the lab and get the results here. Rolled a 16, so we'll oh, be watching shit. season seven, episode 18. See, wait, hold, hold on. Oh uh, god, damn it! You gotta be kidding me. What? It, it's episode 18. Son of a. We can't do that episode. Why? Oh, I've had so many conversations with the gatekeeper about it, and it's just so many arguments saying, I tried to explain to her that we can't have context, and we, we can't, you know, that that's the whole part of the show, but she's like, but you need to watch this episode, because it's a two-parter, and apparently, <laughs> and apparently, and you just rolled, you rolled the dice and landed on the second part of the two-parter. Yes. And Fantastic. It's, and supposedly... Just, just from what I understand, I told her, do not tell me anything about this episode. This is the equivalent of the best of both worlds for for Stargate. <laughs> this is like one of the Love highest it. rated episodes in the series. Skip recap. Saying it now. No episode one I'm recaps saying... allowed. This is, we've made our no. bed and we're going <laughs> to sleep in it. God. Heroes Damn Part it. 2 is what I rolled. It will make for interesting radio next week, but for right now, we have our predictions from last week. Oh, okay. All right. <sighs> okay, so who had SG1 team gets mistaken for a god? That's me. Wait, no. Did we already do that one? I Where think so. Oh, I, okay. Here my it is. first prediction is there was an episode with there's an episode with zombies. Right, right. Okay. So going from top to bottom here, Jonas has an awkward date with 10 votes. That looks like it's confirmed. Yay. Okay. Second one, or next one, Jonas gets swallowed by a whale. I put parentheses, space whale, or other side. Got three votes. I'm going to have to. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know about that. And then I also had my prediction that Dan Jackson comes back. Yeah. yeah uh, I didn't even and... bother sending that yeah. one down. <laughs> we figured that out. Moving on to Jaffairs. says, there's a zombie episode. Yeah. So someone in the comments asked, how broadly are we defining zombie is it actual zombies or stuff that is intended to feel like zombies? And I am going to say just the fact that someone had to ask that question means that it's that's all the confirmation I need for that. No, it, for we sure. need actual zombies. Dead nah. reanimated. Stay dead, I don't know. Star, Star Trek Enterprise had a zombie episode, but they weren't actual zombies. No, it was a ship full of Vulcans that contracted some kind of weird space virus that made them all act like zombies. But they're clearly freaking zombies. All right. Clearly zombies are zombies. Yeah. How about vampires? What's the lab say? There are no vampires. <laughs> How about a reference to the Loch Ness Monster? So here is an interesting thing. Now, I figured something out here because I'm smart, right? I figured out a way to look this up and confirm this without spoiling anything. I did not break the rules here. I went to the TV Tropes database, and they have a page uh, called the Stock Ness Monster. <laughs> and it has a... It has a listing of Loch Ness Monster references throughout movies and television. And there is, in fact, a Loch Ness Monster episode in Stargate Atlantis, but not SG-1. Oh, no! That does uh -huh. not count. <laughs> <Yeah>. Damn. <laughs> nope. 
so close yet so far. If we do Atlantis at yeah. some point, though, I know what oh, my that first reminds prediction. Me. That, oh, that reminds puts me. me eight I, points. I, oh, nice. I did something. I looked something up. You guys told me, hey, no Babylon. Or so we were originally saying no Babylon Five actors, <laughs> but I went and I did some cross referencing without looking at like how many episodes or what have you, and. I did find out that, so, Vic, you pointed out uh, Talon is in it. Um, yes. And another person who totally is above the credits, Commander Takashima. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, she's in... No way. Well, if we want to be technical, Ben. I don't. The Gathering is not part of the television series Babylon 5. It was a made-for-TV movie. I just said Babylon 5. Uh, fine, it counts. Yeah. I was just getting say, all I love, those I points you can. I just disqualified myself for three points, and for to have you come at this game like this right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to give you those points anyway, because I felt like the Inquisitor from Babylon 5 was a legit pick. So, even though well, even though he had a total of, like, well, 45 seconds of screen time. He, well, Ben already gave himself the Babylon 5 points anyway, so don't re-add those, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> you already factored them into your running total. Moving on to my predictions, an SG-1 member gets mistaken for a god that got 13 votes, so that's one point. That happens. Someone in the SGC defects to the Gua'uld. Only got one. It does not look so, like it I'm happens. for sure that was going to happen, yeah. That doesn't look too good. And finally... Cheyenne Mountain gets blown up and magically restored by the next episode. That only got three, so I'm going to say, nah, that's not enough. So there we are. So I only got one point this week. All right, so Heroes Part 2, Stargate Command. We got to do week. God damn it. No, we're doing it. It, In fact, the more you Uh, fight, the more I'm in. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So Heroes Part 2, Stargate Command encounters a unforeseen predicament with half of SG-13 off-world fighting enemy Jaffa. SG teams 1, 5, and 7 go in as backup. Oh, we got. That is time to make some predictions. Lincoln, what are you doing up there? Guessing. I guess no one's coming. I have seen into the future. You ruined the prophecy. I am so excited here. I got three predictions. I feel really good about all of them. My daytime prediction, uh-huh. Jonas comes back for a guest spot at least at some point in the series. Yeah. And yeah. bonus That was point. my daytime prediction as well. I got a bonus point <laughs> attached to mine. He comes back in a JRPG power of friendship moment. So to be clear, <laughs> what, what I'm talking about, um, have you listened to Adventure Time? You know, at the Listen end. To it? Yeah, Adventure Time is a uh, Let's Play podcast. Of a D&D campaign with the McElroy oh, brothers. No, you're talking about the Adventure Zone. Adventure, Adventure Zone. Time is the cartoon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Adventure oh. Zone. Um, at the end of the first campaign where all of their friends come back to help them defeat a big boss. That is exactly this thing. It is a trope in JRPGs where the friends that you make along the way show up at the final battle to help you. So I'm not going to say it has oh, right, to be right, the right. series finale. But there is a fight with a big Gould season finale kind of thing. Jonas leads a group of Collodians to help them at the last moment. Kind of a thing. That's oddly specific. Well, that's why it's a bonus point. (laughs) I get a point if he shows up at any point. The bonus point is very specific. My evening prediction. We've seen some advances in technology being used. 
We are talking about it this episode. I had already written down Gundams, y'all. I want to see some mecha. (laughs) Don't have to be like 20 stories tall. They can be ripply sized. Want to see some mecha battle suits in this show. You're not getting that on sci-fi budget, man. (laughs) Oh, I think we're getting it in shitty CGI sci-fi budget, which exactly ties in to my next prediction. I believe this show, without researching, has made the jump to sci-fi at this point. I'm going to predict we get four sci-fi, S-Y-F-Y, actors on this show. Someone who was a main title card character on a sci-fi original series that ran for at least a season or major sci-fi. Yeah. So like someone from actors. Yeah. So like the, from Sharknado or shark. Well, a Sharknado was a movie, but there was a ton of sci-fi original series. Battlestar Galactica is probably the most famous of them. There's all kinds Uh, of stuff. Well, yeah, we already know that a whole bunch of Battlestar Galactica people were on this show. Yeah. We already had a bunch of Cylons, but like, Farscape actors, Battlestar Galactica actors, Eureka actors. What else was on there? Warehouse 13. That that set of shows. I'm going to say you have period. to take away Battlestar Galactica because we've already seen four of them. Yeah. Seen four from Battlestar Galactica? We've, we've seen, seen a couple. Three at least. Okay. I will omit Battlestar Galactica from the running. Current, like, currently running, like... Well, does it is sci- sci- even still a channel that they are in this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I expect it to be shows that were no, no, on like, sci-fi in this time period. Uh, maybe a little bit before, maybe a little bit after, but within a, a year of it running on sci-fi. Have I made this impossible to track? Is this right. too absurd? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, you know what? I, I oh, can, whatever, let's I, go. For I know it. how to check. This. Let's just dive in. I know how to check this. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I, I can narrow it down. All right. And well, I'll go with my predictions next. If that helps, Ben. I'll say we get two people from Eureka uh, and Warehouse can... 13. Eureka Those were the shows that were running okay. at the same time, I think. That sounds right to me. Um, so my daytime prediction, just as Jafar's, we see Jonas again. He comes back. I'm going to say for a bonus, he comes back at the the helm of a ship because we know he was a test pilot before all this started happening. They have figured they figured out how to use the the quadria and he shows up to save the day in <laughs> a super cool ship that's almost exactly what i said uh, my what almost exactly Whoa. what i said i said he shows up with a fleet of Kelodians. <laughs> well you said he shows up with Kelodians. i was saying he shows up in a cool advanced spaceship okay for my evening prediction so we know dan jacks has amnesia but my prediction is he gets his memories back and more. And there more? are new memories, new things that he now knows that were not there before. Hmm. And my final that. prediction, we do not see Anubis's face in this episode. So my prediction is when we finally do get Anubis's reveal, it is a character we have already met. Oh, Anubis's identity is revealed. And Anubis is a somebody we know. Like a like a character who's previously been on SG1? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Not just like, oh, hey, it's Edward James Olmos. We know him. <laughs> I recognize that actor. No, it's somebody who has previously been a character, like, established on the show. Moving on to my predictions. Continuing with my tradition of going with theme episodes, I'm going to start off with one I absolutely hate. I've seen this so many times in so many different mediums of television. 
that there's a lost in the desert episode. This always happens. I absolutely hate it. It's so fucking boring. But they did it on Star Trek. They did it on Star Trek again. They did it in TNG. They did it in Enterprise. It was even in one of the John Wick movies. He gets lost in the desert. And it's just so boring. But I don't <laughs> know why they keep doing it. But yeah, definitely there's going to be a lost in the desert episode. My next prediction is we're going to get a wedding episode. And double bonus points if it's Carter and O'Neill. All right. And finally... <laughs> have they even been and, romantic at all <laughs> I'm, no dude, i just We're know there's fans he's already there, married so but they, he's not he, he forgot that he's married <laughs> and for my final prediction the team rides horses okay okay yeah they're on a planet the mount breaks down or something they need to get somewhere we, we there's just i feel a like shot we saw this SG1. on the the thor world does it what they didn't actually no. ride horses. Somebody horse, else rode a horse, and they had one horse, and oh, they sent right. it away. That's right. Because that's we right, only had the horse. They only rented it for, for like eight hours that day. They had to return the horse. <laughs> yeah, the team is either going to escape via horseback, or they're going to ride in to show up at the last minute to be a rescue on horseback. So, yeah. So, there's my predictions. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with Season 7, Episode 18, Heroes Part 2 where we will be hitting the skip be... recap at the start of the episode. Uh, going go in race myself for verbal abuse from the biggest Stargate. Out of all the episodes, you could have rolled the dice for. Ugh. I'm, I'm happy ha- about it. I have I a knack for fuck. hitting critically acclaimed <laughs> episodes on these rolls. Uh, it happened on Breaking <laughs> Bad. It happened on Into the Badlands. And it's happening here, too. So I guess my dice yep. are just lucky. Uh Legit. I Lucky mean, guys, is not the word I would you use. You guys watch <laughs> me roll every time. Like, this is actually randomized. I promise, listener. All right. Well, this will be fun. Just like I promised to say thank you to Goon Squad for letting us use... Ru- <laughs> Fuck. That was, nah. that, was, that was all confidence. Bad segue. <laughs> What'd I say? I had it. Was, thank uh, the Goon Squad. Ripe. We yeah, thank I know Ripe. That. I know we thank Ripe for Goon Squad, but I said a thing before that randomize it doesn't matter we just got to say thank you to ripe for letting us use goon squad as our theme music appreciate it love the song thank you so much check them out on spotify title wherever you stream music and a big thank you to everyone in the dominion media research lab for helping us out with this episode if you'd like to be a part of it and help us out with our scoring look up the dominion media tv research lab on facebook and go ahead and join and if you like our podcast feel free to leave us a five-star review on itunes or facebook and we'll give you a shout out on the show and thank you to annette lucina for your photograph of a television that you have placed under creative commons thank you for making free art so we can make free art send us a comment uh last time on pod at gmail.com or join our discord and we will see you next time on last time on I'm gonna show you